Welcome to episode 11, or is it 10 and a half? I'm not really sure. Mm, 10 and three quarters? I don't know. Well, regardless, welcome to uh, this edition of Talking Jacks Extra, if we're going to go with that route. Um, you know, we're going to try to keep this short, uh, basically because this episode is only going to be relevant for, I don't know, 48 hours or so. Roughly. So we are going to just kind of dive right in. Uh, last night's performance against the Charleston Battery was a disappointing 3-0 defeat. Um, it was. It could have been probably 5-0 if we're being honest. Maybe 5-1. The fact that we weren't 3-0 down at halftime yeah. was the consolation. Exactly. And uh, I think Coach Jeffries said that at halftime. He said, you know, he had a brilliant quote at halftime. It was yeah. like, you know, what <laughs> – he said, other than everything, I think we're okay. <laughs> you know. I think the, what was your name, like Piper Pop- or Poppy. something? Poppy. Poppy, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Poppy asked, what do you need to change in the second half to, to win or something? Yeah. And he took a brief second and said, everything. I think his <laughs> eyes popped out of his head, too, in that moment. Yeah, it was. Um, Coach Jeffries, you know, he is always very blunt and honest um, yeah. when it comes to stuff like that, uh, and what, that's, which is one of the things I really appreciate about him. Uh, he doesn't uh, beat around the bush. So uh, it was not a great performance uh, really by anyone. Yeah. I think uh, we'd be hard-pressed to find – maybe Bilal Duckett uh, might be the only player who you could say had a good game. And, and maybe Cody. I mean, in retrospect, there wasn't yeah. a whole lot Cody could do about any of the goals. Very, um, well, that's, I think, the main part of the whole game is that Every single goal. They had four shots on target, mm-hmm. and three of them were goals. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no, and they Obviously. were they were good finishes, but yeah, I we think put them in really easy positions. I think the first finish, two I goals um, were. I, I think they were communication errors because it 100%. looked like both times we had multiple defenders marking the man with the ball, and then no one marking the guy to the right of the ball. And they both mm-hmm. kind of were on that on that right side with Wechter and Yearwood. And maybe just the lack of playing time together, it just was out of – everything was out of whack. It was mm-hmm. – that was actually something that James Thomas uh, in his on his personal account said to kind of watch out for. Um, I forget who he was talking to. But with uh, Duckett and Wechter as the center back pairing, he said they hadn't played much together. Mm-hmm. Um, and – it, maybe it showed. I don't know. I don't know if it was a Duckett and Wechter communication error or a Duckett and uh, um, Wechter and Yearwood communication because it was along that right side or yeah. that left side, I guess, from the, from the independence point I mean, of view. We got killed on the counter. Every time they had a counter, they yeah. torched us. Um, which is, I mean, we did not do a very good job of getting back, which I think shows you how much change happened on our back line because we had one person that was from the last game and i don't know the last time uh duckett and wechter played together i don't i don't know the last time duckett and castillo had played together on the same side yeah it Um, was yeah um, and eventually johnson did go back to right back uh but it was you know at that point it was too little too late i believe uh pretty much unfortunately uh, it was it was one of those things well i I don't maybe it wasn't at that point maybe it was one zero at that point still 
but it was just a comprehensively bad performance. I think maybe outside of like a 20-minute stretch there in the second half uh, before we conceded the second goal. It was still only 1-0 when um, we subbed, in, subbed out Castillo. Yeah, and, it was, and that was a positive change in my mind. I thought if we're going to go and, and grab a point or get anything out of this game, this would be why. Because it allowed, I think I tweeted it was like three changes in one because it pushed Joel Johnson back to right back. And mm-hmm. as good as a Joel, as good as an attacking right back that Joel, Joel Johnson is, he is not really a he's not a very good wide midfielder. I wouldn't think um, so. He played. He he he, he can do well, a job. But their fullbacks, they that's another thing I'm going to take from this game. Uh, I think it was. I'm I'm looking at their formation and I'm not 100% sure if these are right, but I think it was Thomas and Van Shake who just completely destroyed our any attack we had on the side. Mm-hmm. Um they have some really good fullbacks, which I'd really had not known. I know they have some good center backs, having yeah. Lasso and Mueller. Um they weren't even full strength. I mean, the only I well, guess to to be a fair, positive of it, we weren't in full strength either. Yeah. Which is probably um not really going to be known for those not knowing our team mm-hmm. from the outside. That's true. Especially, I mean, if you look at it, we're missing Alex Martinez, lifeblood of our attack, I would say. We're missing um, – we we didn't start Jorge Herrera, right. which I think is one major key part of the reason why we're not doing so well right now is because we haven't really been starting Her- Herrera for reason for good reason. I think. I mean, I think he started the last game now that I, I think he. Um, loud, I, yeah, I don't think you would start him – coming off a 90-minute yeah. performance. So like understandably so, so, I think that makes sense why. We we're missing Davidson, which we've been missing him tremendously. Yeah, and I think Davidson is probably the most uh, the most sorely missed in that so. he is kind of the heartbeat of the midfield. I think mm-hmm. our youth kind of shone through for the – maybe not the first time this year, but it was a significant – I mean, you had Yearwood, who is not a rookie, but is – might as well be a rookie. You've got mm-hmm. Wechter, who is a rookie, Ross, who is a rookie, and Siash, who's a rookie, yeah. all playing on the left side of the field, essentially. Yeah. I mean, Ross is in the midfield, but... I was just visually looking at that, too, and if you look at that whole left side, we've got... Um, this is Estrada's second year with us, and that was that's the experience oh, that's, we have. That's I true. Mean, Estrada did start on the left. Um, and Yearwood technically was, is yeah. our second year with us, but as far as game reps go together... Estrada's the only one that's had really consistent game reps mm-hmm. in the position and with the team for that long, um, which I think is another uh, key part of what showed there. Um, it's something I was thinking of today on the way here um, to our studio, air yeah. quotes, as I did on a podcast, which is pointless. Um, do you think that we played that badly or that Charleston played that well? I think it's a combination. I think okay. it's very similar um, – to the Rochester game earlier this year. It was yeah. a very poor substandard performance from us. At the same time, it was a very good performance by Charleston. Mm-hmm. They, uh, like, like you said, they were clinical, clinical in front of the goal uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. They did have a couple of chances that probably should have been goals. Um, yeah, there was definitely one I remember. In the first half, the first <sighs> half especially. And, and, and like I said, the second half really didn't turn bad until the second goal. Um, yeah, we you came know, we, out of the second half really well, I felt like. Surpri- like, going to the second half, I think I may have put this in our Slack chat there. 
I don't even know that I wanted to watch the second half. You did say that, and I was, was like, it? okay, I thought I knew it was yeah. going at some point. I didn't even know if I wanted to watch the second half because I was that despondent. I guess, yeah. yeah. Sad words are hard to find right now, which should be easy. But um, we came in the second half really well. We just we couldn't do anything against right. Them. I think um, we, like I said earlier, we had about a twenty-minute stretch where we kind of took control of the game. We just could not find the final pass or the mm-hmm. shot. And, and, and I it, think that was what killed us and has killed us when we try to play teams that are going to bunker mm-hmm. and hit us on the counter is, especially when we're chasing the game. When, when mm-hmm. we chase the game, it opens us up even more so to the counterattack, and th- yeah. that's where Charleston just thrives. Mm-hmm. And I think there was one just, breakaway they had where it was like, I mean, roughly a five on two or three. I swear. I mean, it was it, yeah. people were shifting, so I mean, it could have been more like a five on four. But even then, like they 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 played their game playing really well. Kudos to their coach. I think the main thing that really took the wind out of our sails, um, and I, I can't even remember when this was. To be honest with you, when the PK was rescinded, I think was yeah, really that definitely really hurt us. Killed us. I can't remember if that was. Before the second goal, or where it was, it was in the grand I think it was before the second goal. I think it was too. But, which, ugh, which that whole thing was weird. It was bizarre, but <sighs> immediately when I saw the like when I saw it live, I was like, "He's offside." And, and okay, it, I'm terrible at noticing those. To be honest, with well, you. I just noticed because I I think he was actually trying to come back from offside, and then decided, he does that a lot, yeah. and then just decided to just stand there. Mm-hmm. And they played it to him, and I, I swear he was five at least five yards offside maybe in, in the it's, angle the, yeah. the camera angle can definitely play tricks so maybe it was closer possibly uh, maybe that's why there was some confusion and I, and if he had not been offside i think it definitely would have been a penalty because well, he definitely because they, the they were saying he didn't make contact we're trying to he say that he simulated it no he which he played the ball around the keeper I, yeah and the keeper took out his leg but he was offside so it it was it, yeah it was i mean the, it didn't matter it was, it was the right call an odd exchange because it I mean, in all honesty, is a somewhat or trying to be a non-biased opinion. He definitely. It was weird the way he tripped him up. Like I think it was kind of an iffy call, but it was weird to get that call and then take it back. But if he was offsides, it doesn't really matter. Right. I think. Um, I think that was the, the thing. He wasn't rescinding. I think that might have been the confusion. Yeah. Is that he wasn't um, saying that there was no penalty? He was saying that it was nullified for offside. Mm. Um, and yeah. I think that got a little lost in the translation, um, but you know, at that it it did like I said, it didn't matter. It did, like you said, it did kind of take the wind out of our sails. I think it did because it was such a. And for me as a fan, I was like, oh my god, we're gonna come back. We're gonna have a chance. We're I, gonna like, maybe that's get exactly a point. Exactly what I thought because uh, I was like, maybe he wasn't offside. And then they showed yeah. the replay. I was like, oh nope, he was offside. <laughs> yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, the the second goal was probably worse than the first goal yeah um it was wector and yearwood just guarding one guy <laughs> and, and mm-hmm. just completely turning off and th- that's where i i was just like somebody should be talking at that point i don't mm-hmm. know miscommunication somebody's got to take control and i think that was where our youth was kind of an inexperience was like you know maybe a maybe henry kalungi calls that out yeah but you can or maybe guess davidson is in the middle of that play so that or is drawn back farther. I think that's one thing that I noticed in this game. Not to say that uh, 
I think it may have been a different game plan too. Let's just say that because I don't know. Um, I, I don't think we had a good replacement for Davidson in those situations of yeah. where the, the 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 exchange there. Um, not that Ross isn't as good. I mean, he isn't as good as Davidson. I don't know why I'm trying to mm-hmm. shy away from that. But as far as what he brings to the table on defensively, I don't think Ekra and Ross did a good job of communicating that maybe. And they probably haven't played together much that's, this I don't, year I either. I think this is so that's, probably the first time they played together in the midfield. That's another thing. started. That's what I was wondering when yeah. they when I first saw the lineup. I said, okay, who's going to sit deeper here? Is, it, is yeah. Ross going to be the Davidson Mm-hmm. Kind of position, or is Ekra? And it seemed kind of. And who's like going to be the holding guy? Because if it, I'm not mistaken, at least I know it was absolutely 100% in the Ottawa game week before, Lewis Hilton was our Davidson in a way. At least as far as the holding guy, the, the, the set up the plays and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, which there's, I don't know how in, in any grand scheme of things he could have played this game and started this game considering what yeah. he did in the Ottawa game. But we missed him tremendously. We did. And. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah. it was like one thing I was going to say, and I think I made this point in, in the Slack uh, last night, is that, you know, we could sit here and second guess each and every selection from mm-hmm. Jeffries. But at the end of the day, you put 11 guys out there and maybe one had a good game that it really at the end of the yeah. day, it doesn't matter. You could mm-hmm. put I think I put that you could Very sub true. in Kalungi for Wechter and maybe uh, we don't give up three goals maybe we only give up one it still but doesn't change the fact that, that our we offensive just we were we were completely disorganized atrocious. yeah so it's you could sit here and second guess coach jeffries and we won't do that because he knows the game a million times better than we do yeah 100 <laughs> and, and considering what he has as far as non-starters that were available and, yeah and that was considering the, we have a game on saturday a lot yeah that was i think it comes point. down to player performance more than anything else i mean we had we're, our accuracy for crossing was 5.6. <laughs> I don't know that we're really going to ever win. Well, a crossing game. isn't going to beat Charleston either because they've got giants. There was some decent backs. ones that were pretty good, but I mean, grand right. scheme of things, we didn't score them. So yeah, they they handled their business very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so phew, right now, it's. And this, will, I guess, this will kind of transition. Do you want to transition to Tampa Bay? Um, a little bit. I just want to kind of yeah, go for it. Note that um, while, like you said, we we played Saturday, and then mm-hmm. we had to play Wednesday, and then we had to play again Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we kind of got forced into a situation where we he, he Coach Jeffries was going to have to rotate. You can't play mm-hmm. the same eleven for that many minutes in that short amount of time. So there were going to have to be sacrifices made. And I think, and this is me totally, totally trying to get into the mind of someone who I don't speak to or know, (laughs) but maybe he was thinking, we play Charleston one more time at home. Yeah. Maybe we will put out a little bit of a weaker lineup against Charleston and hope we can get a point so that we're more full strength for Saturday against the Rowdies, who are phenomenal at home who Incredible, are nipping at our heels or might be past us on points at this point. I don't No, we're Well, no, that that's true. They haven't they didn't play. So Yeah. But you know, again, just a total complete guess. Um hopefully we will be full strength um for this Saturday. Um we need do, Davidson back. I think it's we, one main Yeah, thing. we do. And I do want to note um we had some questions come in 
um, from Jason Bailey, and yes. they were excellent questions. But since we're trying to keep this one short, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to address them in in the next episode. Uh, they'll come out yes. on Tuesday. So I think they'll probably still be relevant. Um, I believe so. I think those it, questions and kind of the angle I took them at answering them, from my perspective, will be relevant for yeah. a little bit of time here. Um, after this game, I, I don't want to say we're not going to get a top four, but – because I think we're good in that case. I mean, we're going to have to really fall off here considering how many points we've got right now. But, I mean, something to keep in mind looking ahead to the Tampa Bay game or looking forward, not really ahead, whatever. Um, Tampa Bay has two games in hand on us due to the way their schedule is kind of broken up with the, the hurricane. Yeah. Hurricanes probably. I don't even know. Uh, the whole situation there, mm-hmm. we've got two games in hand on them in the seven-point lead. And they're in fifth right now is where I'm going with that. But right. – yeah, I mean, it, Tampa and Tampa Bay is really good at home. Yeah, really, so really good. Tampa Bay uh, has a nine one and three record at home. Um, I don't know how that stacks up against the rest of the East. I would venture to guess it's probably second to maybe Louisville. That's just a guess. Um, yeah, as I far as like best home records, times at home. To be honest with you, who Louisville? Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up right now just because I'm curious. Yeah, well, they've lost. Okay, so they have a slightly better. They played one more game, so it's kind of whatever. But uh, Tampa Bay is a nine one and three record mm-hmm. at home. Louisville's nine two and three, and I think Charleston's only lost like once at home. Uh, I'm gonna look that up as well. Well, regardless, uh, yeah. you know they're they're an excellent team at home, and we're a team coming off a bad loss. Yeah. Um, who kind of needs a morale boost? We've got a lot um, to prove, as far as I'm concerned. It's this yeah. is a. And I don't even think we brought this point up. I think this is probably on par with the Rochester game. I mean, maybe I think I, I think I said that, but um, I've said it a lot over the last two days. So maybe, <laughs> yeah, or yeah. not not two days, one Let day. Make sure it's on air. Um, but yeah, so this, I mean, all things considered, it, we've got a lot to prove as a team to figure out where we are in the top four, the top five. Um, Tampa Bay has a ton of talent. Oh my goodness! They've got a ton of money on their on their roster too, but that's a whole another discussion. Um, and they're going to be a tough team to to tie with, let alone win against. Yeah, um, at home. I think the one advantage we have, um, and <laughs> this could be an advantage or a disadvantage. I'm not totally sure. Uh, it will kind of just depend on the result. But uh, they haven't played since uh, September the. Or excuse me. No, that's right. They haven't played since September the sixth. Mm. I, so, would, I mean, that's like that's a huge drop off. And one of their uh, fans on Reddit, I posted in the USL Reddit to kind of get some uh, behind the scenes info because yes. we don't follow them all that closely because we haven't seen them since I think yeah. May. Uh, but he said that they have a lot of players who are more than thirty, and so he he's thinking mm-hmm. maybe it will uh, kind of have a negative effect on them. Um, oh. He's thinking they might be. It may take them longer to shake off the rust because they maybe because they've of been their thinking age. about retirement. I don't know. But I'm also thinking maybe because of their experience, and this is maybe just me because I'm a pessimist. I'm thinking <laughs> because they're so experienced that they won't need as much time to come back from the rust, so to speak. I mean, if you look because it's the... more their muscle memory is more developed. <laughs> so yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> maybe their muscles are tired. Maybe I'm, over, maybe I'm overthinking it, but um, I don't. I don't know the, the mind of a, an athlete. Just to be, yeah, I haven't 
I haven't played a sport in a long time. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> um, but they, it, it's interesting because like going into the Ottawa game, we had a, what, like a week, two weeks off? Was it two weeks? I think it was two weeks. We had a long time off and I thought it was going to do us wonders and it did us terrible. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out because obviously Ottawa had played their normal games. They come and play us. They nearly beat us. Yeah. Um, and they were fairly heavily underdogs, I would say, in that case. We're, I think, very heavily underdogs going into this game, unfortunately. You All think right. we are the underdogs? Considering momentum, Consider- I, I okay. would say. So, uh, yeah. just based on their some of those guys' comments um, – they no, all of them are kind of they all think they're the underdog. They are all worried about having to play us, which is mm. bizarre, uh, you know. Yeah. But it kind of shows that we, due to our uh, maybe our, just how we've played up until this little recent dip in, and and I, don't, I hate to say dip in form. It's really just been one one and a half games kind of here recently. Wow. Because I mean the the. The Richmond game was a was a three one game that we completely dominated from you know whistle to whistle. Three zero, three three zero. Yeah, that's. But right. either way, I mean, we but, we beat them by multiple goals. Right, but you know, I think that's that's kind of a funny thing to me that they're we're we're, we're worried to death because they're so good at home, but they're like, you know, they're scared to death because they haven't played in almost three weeks and yeah. they're gonna have to uh, deal with our you know red hot attack or whatever. Which Whoa. I wouldn't call our attack red hot at this yeah, point, but I think I that's what it. Stuff, when, I mean, since when you think about our team, that's kind of what we're our reputation at least. We still have a lot of total goals over the season, which we is do a, a positive. Um, but I mean, the last I was looking at it, we played six games, going on seven games, which will be Tampa Bay. Since Beatless died in Canada, um, we've scored eight goals and we've allowed eight goals. We're two, two, and two, and yeah. We've so got two it, clean it's sheets been pretty, in there. Pretty average then. Yeah, we've played. I mean, unfortunately, we we played exactly that. Pretty average since then. Um, well, and I think injuries have had a lot to do with that. Injuries and suspensions have yeah. had a lot to do with that. True. And and that's just something you can't account for. Um, you know, when you're looking ahead, is you you know, you know you always account for it in the back of your mind, like oh yeah, somebody's going to be out. But then when it happens, you don't. You know, we've had this next man up mentality, but I think. Um, as like the games have gotten more important, I think the next man up mentality has not waned necessarily, but it's it's less effective as the games and the stakes get higher. Um, yeah, you know you can you can only replace raises. you can only replace yeah. Alex Martinez for so long. You can only yeah. replace June Marcus Davidson for so long. Mm-hmm. So and those those are guys that are are if they come back are going well. We know Alex is coming back after this game. Mm-hmm. But when June comes back, hopefully Saturday, because he was on the bench. I'm hoping so. Um, on yeah, Wednesday, and that's the it, which one is a positive sign. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't come in the game, which makes me think he may not have been 100%. Um, and so they're kind of saving yeah, him. Maybe. But I'm, I'm hoping with them coming back and, and the, the, the style of play that the Rowdies uh, like to employ, they, they play a similar game to us. They mm-hmm. want to possess the ball. They want to pass the yeah. ball well. Uh, they play on grass, so we're not going to have surface too. issues like it's we do sometimes, like on turf. We don't particularly. I, I wouldn't think we play, play well. as well on turf, just because of the style of play. And you know, there's there's lots of 
nuances to and excuses you can come up with in the USL um, to why you're not playing well. And I think um, we're trying to find a balance between um, being, you know, knowing that the last game was not good enough, but Mm -hmm. also trying to hope that the, that was a um, aberration and maybe not who we are. Um, And I feel strongly that it probably is an aberration. Um, I mean, just looking at some stats here and I haven't technically updated these, but these will basically stay the same the rest of the season. I mean, we're very similar teams, actually, as far as possession goes. Yeah, I think we match up really well. We average well. about 54. They average about 55. We're both above 80% as far as accuracy goes, which unless this has changed drastically, we're both the only teams in the East of, to, that can say that. Um, we both average above one and a half goals a game, um, which is – yeah, we're probably a little lower than that now. But um, we're at 1.8, we're at 1.5. We both have high conversion rates. Where it's twenty, they're at seventeen, um, and we both don't let up a terrible large amount of goals. Uh, yeah. we're averaging one point two; they're averaging one point one. So there's a lot of comparisons there. On which, paper, we're very similar. And, yeah, and, and and judging by the last time uh, we faced them, it was a very competitive game. Oh yeah, excuse me, I'm having a little trouble here. That may have been one of our more entertaining games. Oh, it was so entertaining. That's yeah. why I'm. I'm I'm scared, but also looking forward to Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I, I think their style of play, if they stick to it, you know, if they don't change their game plan, which I, de- I don't see them doing. I don't know um, why they would. I think that will allow a, a more open game, which will help us. Um, you know, I, I think this could be a game where we get back to more of our free flowing style, passing the ball around yeah. a lot completing passes you know not just attempting to complete passes yeah. like on wednesday night. well i mean i was looking at it too we've done pretty well passing or completing passes the last handful of games going back to beatless um but i think a lot of what it comes down to um and not to look too big picture compared to tampa bay because we're going to try to save that but i think we're just tired the last couple games i think so too considering I think how much how many more how much the, possession we've held with the lack of um, with the lack of like lack of a lead, I would no, say no. Well, that, but like the lack of, I guess, rotation within games. Like you've had yeah. Siaj, who has essentially been unable to take off the field. Yeah, true. Uh, because Martinez is out, and there's not really anybody else to play that position. We had Estrada there, but I felt like Estrada was kind of shoehorned in there last game. Mm-hmm. Um. He's much more comfortable on the right, but you know, just that's just one example. There's other examples. You know, Duckett hasn't left the field, and you know, who knows how long. Yeah. So we've got these, you know, all this fixture congestion that is definitely having an impact. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, they can get some good recovery over the next uh, day or two, and they'll yeah. be fresh for Saturday, as fresh as they can. Maybe you know, Calvert can come at least off the bench and actually play yeah. and not just and for some I, I, reason in my head I thought he was going to play I did too came I got really excited yeah. and then I saw him not move yeah. and I it immediately deflated I was just because mm-hmm. when I he first came in he was kind of moving he wasn't just like standing there so I was mm-hmm. like oh yes he's you know he's back we've got some 
a game, you know, a little bit of a change here. Mm-hmm. And then it was quickly, quickly, quickly <laughs> yeah. gone. Um, but for a moment there, I just realized how tall he is and how <laughs> yeah. much of a presence he is. Maybe it was with comparison to the rest of our players. Yep. But um, that'll be a key factor going down the stretch, having him um, on the <laughs> field. It's going to be – and that's what I think is the the positive perspective we can – kind of shed on this because yesterday we are not very happy and not very no joyous, and i'm, I'm kind of glad that we slept on it a little bit because we were yeah we were both very if we were emotional. to do podcasts right after games it would either be it would be a jumbled mess of terribleness yeah, it would um so i mean it might still be a jumbled it. mess of terrible it may be so. yeah whatever i don't want to give ourselves too much credit maybe that's our branding jumbled mess of terribleness <laughs> that's a long hashtag though so i don't think that'll work so well but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, as far as predictions go for this game, I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I mean, if you if if I'm basing it purely on stats, which are kind of pointless, if going by the last game we played because Charleston was not very good without Romario and they killed us. Um, yeah. So stats are kind of frivolous at this point. Uh, Goals will be scored. I think it's going to be very entertaining. There's both. There's a lot to play for both of us. They haven't played in a while. Um, I think the time off may work in our advantage. Uh, it's going to be I, interesting I, to I'm see who it we might, start. Though. It might um, level the playing field a little bit. So I think their um, lack of playing time and our maybe excessive playing time will kind of uh, counterbalance. Yeah, yeah. Um, because. You know, when we first came back, we just had one week off, but we were rusty. So they've had now a week and yeah. a half or two weeks off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, th- I think maybe maybe that will – it might slow the tempo down a little bit. Um, yeah. It's maybe especially in the first half. So kind of the way I expect it to play out is it's going to be a slow uh, – both teams kind of feeling it out in the first half, and then the second half it might open up um, yeah. and there might be some goals scored. Uh, but I have been just tossing back and forth between like a one-one draw and or like a two-one loss. Honestly, I mean, Oof. yeah, I, I just I think we they're, can they're the so draw, they're really so good. good at home. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be hot and humid. True, we're, we're our guys. Some of our guys are going to probably be dragging, uh, and then we don't know the health of Davidson and Calvert is up in the air. Yeah, we've still got Martinez suspended. There's a lot that can go wrong for us, um, is, and so I, I'm just not confident based on what we saw Wednesday night. And maybe I'm being, you know, a pessimist, but I, I, I really see this game um, being some. I would love to go out and just smash them like we did to New York Red Bulls too, coming off the heels of the Rochester game. But yeah. it's a totally different scenario. It's is this is yeah crunch time. This is. And as Jason pointed out on Twitter, the independents have a history of faltering down the stretch. They don't, for whatever reason, and we'll kind of, we might try to get into that next episode because we didn't have enough time to really prepare for that. Mm-hmm. But in 15, they faltered down the stretch and it caused them to miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then in 16, they faltered and it caused them to play on the uh, road, play, play on the road, play Rochester in Rochester. Teams, which road playoff games in the USL Playoffs do not go very well. Right, exactly. Uh, so for anybody. I'm nervous. This game has me really nervous. Yeah. Uh, and for that reason, I think I'm going to predict that we're going to lose 2-1. to one. Oof. Okay. See, I normally 
try to predict a positive outcome and a win every time, almost regardless of what our <laughs> expectations are. But the last time that the last time I didn't, now that I think about it, now that I go back in the fixtures of my brain, the last time I predicted a tie was that New York game. And I was terrified about that game being the first time we played mm-hmm. them. And I think I predicted like a 2-2 draw or a 1-1 draw or something like that. Um, not that I'm doing that intentionally, <laughs> but I am predicting. I think it's going to be a 2-2 draw again. 2-2 draw again. I think we'll draw it up with them. Um, Honestly, a 2-2 the, the draw. The starting lineup is going to dictate a lot, too. Yeah, a 2-2 um, draw I there think, I think would be massive. That it, would be a massive road point, especially yeah. coming off that performance. If we get a 2-2 draw, I will be thrilled. Yeah. We scored um, two goals, almost, I, I yeah, to say, I mean, almost regardless if we lose. That's a positive we can <laughs> uh, take from I don't the game. know. If we can see um, three goals again, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, if it's like a 5-2 loss, I guess it's not really any positives we can take from that. But, yeah, I mean – I think a two-two draw will be is possible though, because um, we had some good attacking ideas there, but in the, in the Charleston game we just couldn't connect with them. I think we'll see Herrera start down in I, Tampa. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to see as far as starting lineups go. Um, this is, I guess, best case scenario um, with factors of rest. Um, if we were to have. For us to win 2-2, or tie 2-2, because that's not a win, um, for us to get a tie or a win, I think we have to have Herrera up top, Enzo below him, wingers being Siage and Estrada. Um, see, I bet Spee starts. Yeah, I just thought about that. That, that may, in fact, be the case. I, I don't see Estrada starting three in a row in one yeah. week. That would be tough on him. Yeah, and he didn't even come off the, the – yeah, he did, definitely did not come off the pitch last game. I think he did come off in the uh, first game. Maybe against well, that, uh, well, I guess last game is what I was thinking of. But yeah. either way, like I know what you're saying, and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I don't, I'd like to see more from Spees as far as reps go before the playoffs come. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as that other attacking option, so I wouldn't be opposed to that idea having Spees over Estrada, especially considering rest. Midfield, I'd love to have a Hilton, Davidson combination. That would there. be my um, preference. Um, yeah, I'm just, I love Ekra, but he just. He didn't show me anything that last game, um, honestly. Um, but that's a whole nother discussion. Um, as far as the back line goes, I desperately hope Kalungi is not or Kalungi is not injured because yeah. if he is injured, um, I've made the mistake of not thinking he was <laughs> the best defender, and I've eaten my words. And he yeah. he is our best defender. I will. St- Stand on a boat and say that. I don't know what that – that didn't make any sense. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's heartedly or easily our best defender. And and Duckett is great too, but I, I'd love to see that combination again. Mm-hmm. As far as our wingers go – or not wingers, but fullbacks. Um, I, mean, I mean, honestly, I'm fine with any combination of our fullbacks as long as Kalenji and Duckett are the ones yeah. in the middle. I think, I think that'll it, make a big difference. I think that makes a huge difference. Um, mm. I think Yearwood can do the job. I think Donnie Smith can do the job. Yeah. And uh, Castillo Honestly, can I do don't... the job. And Johnson can do the job. I know you're kind of down I'm, on Castillo. Yeah, I'm not really as kinda, down on him. I'm going to try to veer away from that discussion. But part of me, the reason why I think we got killed in that Charleston game is because Castillo does not seem to play well in our scheme in most cases, at least as far as tracking back on defense. So, honestly, I would I – would, personally not like to see him start again i don't think he's a bad player but i just don't know that 
he plays very well in our system. Yeah, maybe um, maybe he wasn't the best choice for that game just because he's not yeah. as fast as Johnson, so he's not going to be able to track back. Because Johnson, I, I think we take for granted. Thing, to be I think we, with no, you. I think part of I it is know. I think we take for granted how fast Joel Johnson is and yeah. how much of a an, an, an engine that he is. He never yeah. stops running. Like he is full speed. 90 minutes a game. I mean, I think we probably, we, we may end up I, needing to rest him, but I don't know. I think we take um, him for granted a lot um, on that right side. True. Because he's, you know, he doesn't do anything. Um, there's nothing that he does really that will just completely jump out at you. He's just really solid in all aspects yeah. of, the, of the game. He's, he's, I mean, you can look to anybody on our team and almost call him an MVP, but he's, we're where we are because of him, I would say. Um, but and he's so versatile. I think that's a whole nother. Yeah, I just yeah. think he doesn't. I mean, he's not a midfielder. He's a he's an outside back. So I yeah. think that he was kind of, you know, played out of position out of necessity last night. Like yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, they're getting kind of back into the Charleston game. We don't really <laughs> want to do that. Full uh, circle. But like we said, we kind of addressed a couple of those questions but we will definitely get to those jason thanks for asking those yeah um and thanks for uh it's jesse who um posted that the stats on facebook we'll we'll get into it Mm -hmm. on on for the next episode um but thanks jesse for submitting that or having that submitted (laughs) maybe without your consent i don't know (laughs) he doesn't have a twitter so he may not that's right that's true he doesn't he he did tell us that he doesn't have twitter so uh thank you guys for listening um hopefully i am wrong about my prediction because like, like I can predict a loss, but I am absolutely 100,000% rooting for a win. I don't want no. anybody to think that I'm – I would rather be right than uh, for the independents to win because I would rather the independents win 100 times out of 100 than for me to be right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm comfortable being wrong. I'm wrong a lot. Um, my fiancé knows that. So, <laughs> Self-identification. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a key in life, I think. Oh, but yeah. uh, anyways, seriously, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, sorry that this is kind of late coming out. Uh, I was hoping to get it out a little earlier, but, you know, it is what it is. Yes. Uh, so hopefully some of you guys will hear this on your ride home today, Thursday. And then if not, you'll hear it on Friday or Saturday. And as always, come on, you jacks. Ooh.